2: Welcome to
3: Radio Law Talk. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Denise Dirks and Todd Kunin and our three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, Cal Hunter, behind the glass, uh, producing this wonderful show. Um, and uh, we appreciate you here, Cal, and your semi-heart attack that happened the first hour. Oh, and we, man, what thank a, you. What a wonderful uh, hard-working crew we do have here. We, we do all work pretty hard, to be honest with you. Live
2: radio is fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, but that makes it that makes it really stressful, but, but it's entertaining, and it's live. Everybody, what happens, happens, and it's just our dump buttons we're usually pretty good at, but uh, hey, you want to follow us on social media, we have a... We have everything. We've got a TikTok account. We've got an Instagram account. We've got a Facebook account. We've got a Twitter account. Just type in Radio Law Talk, and you'll find it under the search. Uh, and if you want to email us, info at radiolawtalk.com. Remember, we're talking about general topics a lot. You know, Seek local counsel. Not, you, We're not giving you legal advice. Uh, be be careful any second now because Todd's writing something and is going to slide it across the desk to me. So uh, it's going to be something probably off the wall. So I- anyway, uh, this hour we're going to do a case or No case. We're going to talk about uh, attorney uh, Tom Girardi's woes. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, L.A. County prosecutors' uh, union lawsuit. And we're going to talk about The Shining. Um, Yeah, we don't. (laughs) Jeez Louise. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Todd says we just, but we don't have a... Blank fans account. <laughs>
4: That's right. We do not have one of
2: those.
3: A blank fans account. And
2: thank heaven we don't.
4: Uh, Cal doesn't even know what
3: we're talking about. Neither does Denise. So I, don't I'm not about sure it. that I want to. You frankly, don't. Yeah. You don't. And Todd.
2: Todd would no be, frame of reference for me. Oh my God! I,
1: I tell you what. I like to be, um, you know, hopelessly. Um, Kind of oblivious. Uninformed uh, yeah. as to a lot of things. Oblivious <laughs> to, the, to
3: what to what Todd yes,
4: thinks. It's, it's blank. Fit. No, you know what? That's let's.
2: It, it's only blank. That's what we'll call it. So let's, there you go. You can okay, piece that one together. Yeah, right, Ignorance right, right. is bliss, and bliss, by the way, is a small town in Idaho. So here we go. Yeah.
3: Eight five five Law uh, yeah. Radio. You can call us 855-529-7234. One of the reasons you would want to call in is when we do case or no case, you can opine on the answer, and you don't even have to be on the air. You can tweet it out to us, or you can actually tell Cal, and he'll give uh, what your take is on the most famous thing, case or no case.
2: Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Case. Come on. Come on. on. Now it's time to play case or no case. Beekeepers love their bees and their honey. In Macedonia... A beekeeper had beehives next to the woods, and a particular bear kept going over and stealing all of the honey. And Todd has some with him right there. Is it Macedonian honey, Todd? I don't know. No, I don't it think so. Not. I don't think he's not. So the beekeeper, Zoran Kazalowski, lit up the area, even played bumping, thumping Lithuanian folk music, very popular in Macedonia, to keep the bear away. Not working, an exasperated Kizalowski decided to sue the bear. And so I ask you, Fred Penny, Fred Penny, case or no
3: case? I absolutely know this answer, <laughs> and I am dead serious. I know
2: this answer,
3: and let me tell you why I know this answer. This is fifty percent figuring out the law and the case, and fifty percent figuring out my uh, producer, Cal Hunter. <laughs> and I've known Cal Hunter for quite some time, and I've, I've, I've got a good idea. This is so off the wall; it's absolutely a case. Because it's just so bizarre, but yes, he does sue the bear in out of Lithuania. And um, but who wins? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's I'm hard to think. Yeah. What are the damages? I know what the damages are. How do you collect on the damages against the bear? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the bear doesn't answer the complaint, and so he lo- and the bear loses. There you go. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Mr. Cunin, can the man sue a bear? What's, 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 what's the guy's what, name? Let's see. Koz, Kozlowski or something? It is Zoran K-I-S-E-L-O-S-K-I. Kisielowski, Kisielowski.
4: In I the know. landmark case of Kisielowski versus Winnie the Pooh, surprise bear. witness Piglet was called to the stand and gave a complete alibi.
3: Smokey the Bear show up, too?
4: Yes, <laughs> yeah, only you can yeah. prevent theft of honey. Oh, he was the
3: prosecutor, Smokey yes. <laughs> the Bear. Yes. Pro- uh, Boo-boo and yogi,
4: because yeah. it's a you're theft there, case. Denise. You're there, you're there. Oh, this is just... Your un- Honor,
2: I have issue.
4: No. This This is This is just unbelievable. <laughs> Unbearable, <laughs> You know, oh gosh, I uh, uh nice. oh, yeah. gentle Ben called as a character ah, witness. Yeah. So I, you know, What look, about Yogi and Boo-Boo? I know, I know. This is a picnic <laughs> basket. Tell you what. <clears throat> Fred was talking about answering. I'm just concerned if this is a complaint, I'm going to say that it is. I would hate to be the process server. <laughs> you got You've been served, you run away, you lose an arm, you know what? <laughs> the guy chasing the bear chases you down. Uh but I I say um I'm going to say it's a case, and an actual case, but Kisielski loses.
3: But the bear doesn't answer the complaint.
4: It loses because ultimately the court tosses it because you can't sue a bear. So he tried to. But it gets tossed because you can't sue a bear. For those reasons, you can't serve them. They're not a person. Well, the process server not.
2: said, well, if a bear poops in the weeds uh, in this forest, can you find? I mean, yes. how does he know where the bear is? The, well, the... The... the process server oh, was the rabbit. No, oh. it doesn't stick to my fur. What are you talking about?
3: And then he threw me in the bushes, Your Honor. All right. well, Cal, it's easy. It's the one with all the <laughs>
2: honey around his lips. That's a good point. Face. Now, Ms. Dirks, what say you about the well. case of Mr.
1: Kozolowski and the honey stealing bear? Neither of you even discussed what type of relief could be sought. Okay. And mm. so I thought I would do that. I think that the suit would be about an injunctive relief to try to keep the bear away from the honey, right? And get a court order that that bear's uh, restrained from coming to the honey. And, or you could also do a declaratory relief action that says, bad bear. Right? Mm-hmm. You may not eat honey. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's so good. just because the guys are going one way, I'm going to go another. I'm going to say that it is, no case, a figment of Kyle's imagination. Hmm.
2: Well, I, I, once again, I am fascinated by just listening to the process of so you people are figuring this out, thinking about all of this and saying, gee, could somebody sue a bear? Could a bear win or lose a case in court?
3: Cal, I'm kind of euphoric now. I'm thinking of Winnie the Pooh right now.
2: Well, I would be. I
3: just enjoy and Piglet the
2: and, and Eeyore. Yeah. I was Eeyore in the first hour, but you know, getting much better now. <laughs> okay, so now yeah. let's ask the question: How many who, who here said this was a case? Todd and it would I, be Fred and Todd. <laughs> hmm. Yes.
3: It is case! Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. I knew it. Had to be because it was so
2: off the wall. The court actually found the bear guilty. <laughs> but s- since the bear had no owner and was classified as a protective species, the state paid Mr. Kozlowski 3500 bucks for his honey, end of the case. And I think he was then allowed to hunt the so bear. So the
3: bear lost.
2: Yes, the bear lost. Yep, the bear lost because he yeah. didn't
3: answer the complaint. Well, so I well, win two points. No. No, the bear did the bear get anything, Cal? The did bear, the bear get anything?
2: No, but well, the Kozolowski got 3500 bucks.
3: But the ba- I said the bear lost. Yeah, he said the bear, he the, the bear lost. But uh, he did say the bear lost. He
4: said the bear lost. I said Kozolowski lost. So Frank gets two points. I get points. two points. The bear yeah. lost
3: because he couldn't answer the complaint. because ding, he had, ding, 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 And the reason he couldn't answer the complaint is not because he couldn't. One. He couldn't answer the complaint because he had sticky paws and he couldn't get it off his hands. And,
2: You're, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, right. got well, maybe he one.
1: couldn't read or write. <laughs>
2: Maybe, Denise. Well, that... Remember, in Russia, they train bears to ride bicycles and cur- We're circuses. We're really intelligent people I'm there.
4: surprised he didn't use the bear necessity from defense from
3: Jungle Book. <laughs> it's the
4: bear, bear necessity, necessity. <laughs> and, you know. Wow. I mean,
3: why would you listen to any other radio program than ours? <laughs> listen to the fun we have. You had a case or no case where a bear got sued. There's no way you're going to find a better radio station. <laughs> Hang on. We'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit about The Shining, the movie.
2: As Fred says, stay tuned. Here's Johnny coming up on the Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk
5: At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best.
2: The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it.
5: I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so
2: alone, like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating. (laughs) If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. You're listening to RadiolawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. You know, as attorneys, when
3: uh, you have your closing arguments at the end... Closing arguments. Uh, a lot of times, uh, there is a little bit of leeway for you to use some anecdotal things to uh, or examples. Uh, in you know, for example, you know, what's the value of a case? You can use. Uh, and, it, and it depends on that how the judge. is, is. You can use things like, um, you know, example. Uh, you know, what's the value of a person who was hit by a vehicle and passes away? Well. You know, some I've heard some people use sports stars as an example. Well this sports star in one year makes this much money. Is it is it worth that much money what one sports star makes per year or in this in this area you know a, a big new home costs x amount of money you know what's the value of a life and you know it's difficult to to determine a value of a life or de- determine the value of someone's life affected the rest of their life they're gonna have medical issues or something like that so how do you you tie those two things together well, this was an interesting one, Denise and Todd, and Todd is, the, is a former prosecutor for the DA's office in two states, and so this is right up his alley, Denise, you and I discussed also, is is, is here's a prosecutor in a case that the, the, a person's criminally charges, and he goes out and uses, and by the way, it's a bank robbery, she, I'm sorry, uses the shining, as a, an example and uses some pictures from the movie The Shining. So I don't know which one of you. I think, Todd, this is kind of up your alley because you're a, a criminal defense lawyer and you're a former prosecutor. What happened and here? And an actor. Yeah, true, and an actor, too. That's true.
4: Yeah, so, so the issue here was was this guy, con- it was a bank robbery. Right. And in the bank robbery, he passes this note. It's a really nice note. It, yeah and, and, the, and the And the note says, please, all the money. Hundred, fifty, twenty, ten. Thank you. Well that was very nice of him. And that was the note. And the question here is was it third degree theft or was it second degree theft? Now the difference is in second degree theft it requires some sort of you know threat of violence or, or menacing. So there's a heightened um sense of fear on the part of the victim who has to give over the money right and and so the prosecutor was trying to say look it's a nice note but he's sitting there talking to her and and so you can be nice words but nice words can be said in a threatening manner and as an example They use the scene from The Shining near the end, and uh, folks, this movie is 40 years old, so if you haven't seen it by now, I don't care if it's a spoiler alert, okay? So there's this scene where Jack Nicholson is busting through the door with an axe. He cracks it open, sticks his head through the door, and says the famous line that Ed McMahon has from from the the Johnny Carson show. He says, here's Johnny, which the words alone sound innocuous.
2: The world. Here he is limping up there now. He's limping right there. The lady's outside on the roof, clawing in the snow, clutching, clutching. i got to get out of here. Then she falls back on, off of the roof, inside, and here comes Jack Nicholson out, come with out. a big
3: axe.
2: Come out, come out, wherever you are, he says. She's not trying to get out the window. The window's stuck. She can't get out again. Now she climbs. Oh, look at her go. <laughs>
0: it's play-by-play brought yeah. to you
2: by Cal Hunter. Not, not really a good thing to do for radio, is it? Here's Jack. <coughs> he wiggles the doorknob. He puts a crazy look about his face, knocks on the door. Hello? Can you hear me? She... Uh, uh, panic, 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 panic. See? She has to get out, she says. And he comes in and does... Now, the pit. prosecutor showing this
1: picture or this the part scene? of the movie? Just a picture. Well, Just a picture. He,
4: he shows the picture of when Jack Nicholson puts not his head through the crack him, in the door. Ching,
1: ching,
4: ching. And, uh, and with the He's idea that Innocuous words can be said in a very threatening and menacing manner. I'll right. And uh, I think I think we get the I think we get the no, picture here
3: there. No,
2: Does he say it this now? This is this is the axe yeah. going the against the door. The axe going in. She's on the other side, holding a knife, screaming with each blow of the axe. And he sticks his face in. Yeah. Nah, uh, this just takes way too long to get to the
3: yeah. point. It's, it's, it's Stan- I'm, I'm Stanley so Kubrick, so, you know. Here's Johnny. There we go. go. There go. No, so took fine. us forever to get all, to that. All of that though. for that. So, right. um, that was so, the eight uh, seconds we
4: uh, used. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, right. yeah. So that was, that was what was – the video was not, but the picture associated with the Here's Johnny. It's a very iconic point and a, you know, pretty well-known. And, and uh, he looks scary. He does look scary. And, well – The guy was convicted and the conviction was taken up on appeal.
3: But how did the prosecutor use that?
4: Well, the prosecutor used that to say, look, even though this note, please, all the money, 150, 20, 10, thank you, even though that seems nice. Here's an example from The Shining of nice words, right. but they can be said in a very threatening and menacing way. Or okay. okay. meant to be that way. Yes, and so, and so that is what we needed to hit the element of this force and fear, which means it's second-degree robbery, not third-degree robbery. The jury bought it. They convicted. It was appealed, and the Supreme Court in New Jersey said, uh, we don't think so and i completely agree with their decision because look anybody who knows that it's not just the words anybody who knows that scene is going to remember that just before those words were spoken he had an axe and he was beating on the door and he split the door open then popped his face through and he'd already killed a bunch of people and and look and you're trying the three little pigs and you're trying to say You're trying to say that the actions of this guy in a bank robbery who didn't have an axe, he didn't bust through any doors, nobody had been killed, any juror who sees that and hears that analogy, there's no way you can be guaranteed that they're not tainted by that image and that that is now going to be used in their deliberations, and the court said, you just can't do that.
1: Or at least their feelings are going to be there. It's prejudicial. It's
4: prejudicial. It causes the jury to not review the evidence ...to support the conviction and causes them to look at conjecture and these feelings elsewhere, and the conviction... Not just was the third-degree conviction overturned, and now he still stands convicted of second-degree theft... Everything was tossed. Right. And wow. and and I think that that's important for prosecutors to look at. It, it was a stretch,
3: and they shouldn't have gone there.
2: I was hoping Todd could read us the lines in a minute. I'm doing tone. it right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah, going to okay, do it. Listen,
3: it this is the note. but here's a quote from the Supreme Court as we go out, right. and we'll we'll come back As soon as I'm done with this. Take us out. Uh, okay. The use of sensational and provocative image in service of such a comparison, even when purportedly metaphorical heightens the risk of an improper prejudicial effect in the jury. Such a risk was borne out here.
4: All right. We'll see Go you. Me- kind of menacing. It. Please, all the money. 150, 20, 10. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Alright, we'll be back. Nice with job, us. both of you. We'll yeah. be back. Hold on. <laughs> the commercial center, the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
0: You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Hi, I'm Marcus Scribner.
4: The way we treat animals affects all of us. Cruel treatment of animals led to the pandemic crisis, killing a million people. And environmental destruction, pollution, and poaching have made our world a poorer place. To fight back, American Humane created a 10-point plan to do better by our animal friends. Visit AmericanHumane.org today and sign our new deal for animals to make a kinder and healthier world
6: for all of us.
5: First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens. Fact. More than one in four high school students are vaping, and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe? Marketing. Same lies, different day. Oh,
3: stop it.
2: This is Radio Law Talk.
3: This is kind of uh, interesting, Uh, a a few things that we're going to talk about, which is Tom Girardi, for those of you who don't know, is a very famous uh, lawyer, a trial lawyer, successful trial lawyer, has his own uh, law firm, is is getting up there in age. And we have talked about this, uh, I believe, last week or the week before, and uh, about he's uh, suffering from short-term memory loss. Uh, and is being sued by multiple people for many things. And it's almost like, you know, if, I don't know if you say you feel sad because a lot of people don't feel sad about lawyers, but he, he has done a lot for a lot of people and a lot of the consumers in this country. And, uh, it's like everything's falling apart, Denise. What's going on with him?
1: Well, you know, he's he's the the attorney that was behind um, the Aaron Brockovich um, yes. film. And the, he su- successfully sued PG&E for underwater, you know, a mess that, that really hurt a lot of people. But he also is involved in a lot of lawsuits involving major death, major injuries, you know, uh, airplane crashes, that type of stuff. And he really was known for being the attorney to come in and 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 help the underdog. What I thought that was me. <laughs> well. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> wow. But oh. this this person, you know, at one time he was worth probably two hundred and sixty-four right. million dollars, and he was just super, super wealthy, and had big office and right. uh, thirty attorneys working for him and and or with him and uh, you know all this stuff. Well. He's older now, and I, th- this is kind of sad because when should an attorney stop practicing exactly law? Exactly right. And, and this is really what's raised by this because now what has happened is that even some people from way back, the attorneys that were involved in the Aaron Brockovich type uh, of lawsuit, they're claiming he, they didn't get paid fully from him. And a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork saying we are his clients and he has not paid us. Foley for all these different damages that we received and that right. he collected the monies. And now the question is where did this money go? and who's responsible? Right. So, Mr. Girardi has been sued um, by a lot of different people, including his uh, former partners, and his firm does not exist yeah, anymore. Yeah, kind of fell apart. Yeah. So he's claiming that he has a memory loss and he's suffering uh, from uh, dementia.
2: What I find fascinating is as soon as there's a crack in the dam, just uh, just a little, oh look, we might be able, to, boom, everybody's on it, just like a laser beam there on this guy. It's interesting. But I well, mean, I don't know if the site... crack
1: happened first or what, because what what I think happened is that the creditors got together to pull him into bankruptcy. Yeah. I think this has been going on for quite a while.
2: And stress fosters Alzheimer's disease, by the way. I knew and that dementia. once, but I forgot. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the other side of this is that he is married to a much younger woman who is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that person got on Beverly Hills and kind of exhibited a huge exotic lifestyle with a lot of expenditures. Her, um, her life totally was, you know, uh, over the top in terms of what she spent a month. It was alleged $40,000 was spent a month just on her makeup team, you know, and, and her fashionista type team. And then she had a pop kind of a, um, singing career. And she got quite a lot of notice by being on the Beverly Hills Real Housewives that she was going over to, you know, different places in Arabia and, you know, going all over the place. And the cost had to be enormous for this. So she filed for divorce last year at the very end of last year. And the question is, did she file because something happened in her marriage or did she file because she saw that this mm. was going to be a dam that was going to break and she was trying to protect some of the assets. Some of her assets that could have been her Their assets. assets, we should put it that way. Because yeah. community property they live in California is community right. property state. So nobody really knows except for she did say something about alleging Mr. Gerardi to have had an affair with a judge, which is a huge scandal. Oh, yeah. And I I'm not naming that. oh yeah, and I'm not no. naming that judge Let's at all. Not. No, I would not. But, yeah, but um, she hasn't come out formally to say anything about it or anything. And That's an majority. allegation. It's Turns not. out it's, it's a, a judge definitely... in competitive
4: dance. Uh, it's an ice skating judge. Oh, well, <laughs> right. it's a judge, and, but, yes, you know. So. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: but, you know, that information on the divorce filing would have obviously been public. It would possibly then begin to circulate through the legal That's community, true. would you not Cal? think? I mean, Yes, I do well. think yeah. so.
1: And yeah. they were married a long time. We're not talking a minor amount. It's, I think it's like 20 years. Wow. And they don't have a prenuptial agreement. And the judge in New York State, I believe it is, has now um, – what is it called when you get all the – froze their assets. Yeah. So all of their assets are frozen. She's gone out, and she has rented another place. She's no longer living with Mr. Girardi, and Mr. Girardi living in their family home. One of
4: the things I found interesting in this is, so so folks are coming after Girardi and his former law firm and all that for money that they claim they were not paid as a result. But she has also been added to that lawsuit, even though she wasn't an attorney with the firm, but on the theory of being a participant in embezzlement of those funds. And, you know, I'm looking at this and I just keep thinking, you know, before she went on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills – you know, you, you sit back and everybody's consulting, you know, and says so let me get this straight. You want my, you know, this is Girardi, you want my spouse to go on this where we're going to have cameras following her around all the time and they're going to show this highly extravagant lifestyle where she's spending more money and people are going to wonder, oh my gosh, how are they, okay, I know he's good, but how are they getting all that money? And then at some point in time, you, Mr. Girardi, say, ah, what could possibly go wrong with this? <laughs> how What could well, possibly go wrong with this? But, you know, you wonder if the exposure – from the show is what has Absolutely. really led to a lot of these lawsuits because it's like, wait a minute. I mean, you did pretty good, but that kind of a lifestyle and you're living it up. But every time I contact you to try to get the fees that I think I'm owed, I get this, oh, we don't have anything and I can't squeeze two pennies together. No, this
1: isn't the only housewife that has yeah. this problem. I don't know if you know your housewife's history, but Teresa uh, Judet well how she says her last name is different but Judice she also has uh, major legal problems and they they did time both her and her husband did time in prison because of the show focusing on their financials
4: I will tell oh. you I will tell you this I have not watched a single episode of Real Housewives of, oh, they of think, anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not watched anything on the Bravo Network, and I have not watched any episode of The Bachelor American Idol since my wife and I separated in early 2011. <laughs> I have not been forced to watch anything, and I haven't. <laughs> but, you're, but,
2: but, but she's not but forced to play video Star games. Trek. Well, that is, that is true. <laughs> He's She's also not watched any chick flicks either, I'm sure. Is this true. Yeah. But, but isn't the point of those shows for these women to show off to each other how much, you know, how well they live and all that kind of stuff? And it, kind of it is. It's yeah. to show
1: a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and probably people. People like me who watch these shows, you know, kind of long for that type of a lifestyle. Or it's like but a it's like a car wreck on the side. You have to look. You do. <laughs> you it it is it is absolutely a car wreck on the side, no. and you can't look away from it. Do you remember the show back in the day,
4: Robin Leach, Lifestyles, of oh, the Rich, rich and, and famous. famous, and stuff? And this is just kind of a reboot of that. It shows the lifestyle along with a little bit more drama because then it was just oh, we'll just show all the. Crazy stuff. Champagne do. wishes and caviar
2: dreams. <laughs> right.
3: But you know what? I, I looked it up. I've been looking this up. I didn't... Do they have children together? I think... No. I know she has a child. Yes. A son. And I know he has... His own. Um, his own from the separate marriages, it looks like. But uh, and, and her son's, I think, 28. So they've been married about 20 years. Yeah, her son's a police officer. Yeah, and that's what, yeah. Yeah, showed. and
1: and she came to the marriage with her son. And her son was a teenager, I believe, at the time oh, they got married. okay. So, or maybe even eight, because I think their marriage is roughly 20 years. Wow. But uh, th- this is what makes me sad. I mean... I don't know if you guys know. Remember Melvin Belli? Yeah. Also an extremely yes. famous uh, attorney, very fantastic attorney. However, he same problem lost everything. Yeah. No, it wasn't the same. His no, was tax but, evasion.
3: Well, I don't know. Right? What it was. I'm okay. pretty sure
1: he got he got convicted of tax evasion and he lost his ticket. But uh, when I say ticket, I mean license to practice. And and th- this is where I see the bar needs to be. Helpful is when attorneys get to be of a certain age. Yes, I know. The it's... bar, state bar, needs to come in. I think help. and try to help to make sure, or there should be some kind of a way to test um, about capacity and you know that type of thing. Health of of of. You know, attorneys, it should not get to the point where it's this dramatic.
3: They need to start retiring at certain age. I mean, I'm not, believe me, we're not doing age discrimination here, but there's sometimes, I know lawyers that are in there, it's like you look at them and I s like, Dude, you need to retire like last year.
4: But I also think about the clients that go in. And, you know, you got this guy sitting across from you and you say, well, so this is my lawsuit. And you've already talked to the guy for an hour. And he goes, oh, it's great. What's your name again? You know, I think if it, that happens, it's a sign. It's you know, a sign. You, you might want to take a look at how they are. And if you don't think your attorney's competent, you don't have to stay with them through the whole representation. Yeah, and, the
2: con- and the construction industry can get involved, too. You know how, Todd? Rebar. <laughs> Rebar. Well, we're going to come back and talk about L.A. Uh,
3: County Prosecutors' Union are filing a lawsuit. That's kind of interesting, this lawsuit, but uh, maybe it's time for me to retire. I don't
2: know. No, you're doing fine. We'll
3: be back after this.
2: <laughs> well, Denise said yes. <laughs> <laughs> More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here, so stay tuned, please.
5: At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late-night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best.
2: ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin,
1: and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure.
3: Radio Law Talk has heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity.
4: Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now.
1: We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you.
4: Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now.
0: I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car
4: washed. Make it quick quack. Pretty shiny sexy just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my
6: car suds at the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash. 100 feet of cloth washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sober, Cadillac, Quick Quack will spruce her up just
4: like that. You'll be happy-looking, snappy. You'll be glad you was at the Quick Quack. Car Wash, get on the web and go to DontDriveDirty.com and see where you got your closest Quick Quack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck.
6: Get on the road. Come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Bar Wash.
2: Radio Lata. I like that
1: show.
3: I know you guys are all sad because uh, you're going to miss us. You only hear us once a week. Remember, we are... Live every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time. You figure out your Central or your East Coast time, what time that is. But uh, Radio Law Talk is exciting, fun, and uh, sometimes entertaining. And we're we're so thankful to be on the air. And as our last segment, we we try to kind of push through things as quick as we can. And then at the end, those of you who are listening for the first time, we have a thing called Quick Takes. And you'll hear Cal ask us to do... Each of us is going to make a quick statement because remember the rule is generally every hour you only remember about seven minutes of what, uh, approximately seven minutes of uh, what we say. So we're going to do a quick take. Denise will, I will, and, and uh, Todd will. But here, let's talk about the L.A. County prosecutors. The union's filing a lawsuit over the, there's the new um, newly seated district attorney um, is trying to eliminate three strikes allegations. And again, this is, we hate to be turning to, Todd a lot, but Denise, you know, she's a family law attorney. I do personal injury. Todd's a former prosecutor in two states and now has a criminal law practice. And again, uh, uh, we, we, you know, we're, we're talking generally because all states are different, and we're not talking about LA because we're we're based out of the West Coast. But it's just this just happens to ha- to, to, to pop up, and this is interesting what they're doing and why they're filing this. Why are the prosecutors filing this, Todd? Uh,
4: w- uh, well, so the three strikes law in California is yeah. essentially. If if a person has two prior convictions for what's called a serious or violent felony, and those are specified in statutes, about 30 of them, and these are bad ones like rape, murder, mayhem, I mean, they're right. really bad ones, right? right? And if somebody has two or more prior convictions of those types, if they pick up another felony conviction, that originally enacted, if they pick up another felony conviction of any type, a felony DUI, a felony right. theft, whatever, they could look at up to 25 to life in prison because of their prior criminal history right now that law got amended a little bit so now the third strike in order to get 25 to life also has to be serious or violent if it's not then you're just looking at a double the sentence and 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 what's happened here is the new DA in LA County who took over in November after winning the election has come in with a bunch of policies and one of them is that he's not going to prosecute the three strikes cases right and the association the union for the, the association of attorneys in the da's office is filing a lawsuit essentially saying we don't have that discretion because when you look at the law the law says the prosecutor if these prior strikes exist shall file them in the complaint or indictment or whatever comes forward you don't have a choice you don't have a choice and so i get their lawsuit that they uh, that they have to take that now that said I also know that historically this isn't the first time that DAs have taken policies in California on how to handle the three strikes cases that go contrary to what the law says. Ten years ago in L.A., the uh, before they changed the law to say that the third strike also had to be serious or violent to get 25 to life, the DA in uh, in L.A. County – different guy – had as his office policy that we're not gonna seek twenty five to life unless the third strike is serious of violence.
3: So okay. Got and it.
4: so so they were already doing it. San Francisco did the same thing. And so DAs historically have had, depending on the county size different views about how to enforce this policy and you know sometimes they believe that it's unfairly meted out you know should should somebody be doing they'll look at it and say well the person's doing 25 to life on a DUI felony DUI oh, it's a travesty it's a travesty except when you look at the person's prior record and you see some of the very serious things that they could do if they couldn't stay out of trouble even for the DUI maybe they deserve to be <sighs> There.
3: So, do other states have a similar three strikes rule? I'm not aware
4: of other states that have the the same strikes as California. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just not. I, I know that that was not the case when in I was Tennessee. in Tennessee.
2: Yeah.
4: Um. So I I don't know if they do or not. It wouldn't surprise me if some did, but. Um, You know, I I do know that when the three strikes law was first passed, people thought that was going to cause major overcrowding of prisons in California. And, you know, we're going to have to build 30 new prisons. It's going to have to be, you know, it's going to have to, all this stuff. And that didn't pan out because what they found out was that the multitude of convictions that were one strike, two strike, that under previous law were being committed often by the same person. So if you'd have somebody if you say now these three felons are all going to be statistically all going to be in prison no no those three felony convictions it was the same guy he got a felony went to prison got out went back went out they were doing their 25 to life we used to say this they were doing the 25 to life on the
2: installment plan
3: yeah, anyway
4: increments. just let them go ahead and stay there <laughs> well
2: now, here, the, here's go ahead but the here's idea one. is to get career criminals off the street that's and by the way over 30 states have a three strike yeah, oh, yeah. There's, yeah.
1: A, there's a lot and, and it would seem yeah. like yeah. 1994 was a some uh, impetus to start the this because a whole bunch of states enacted it in 94. Well, here's
3: the interesting thing about this. The interesting thing that, that the, what the DAs are saying, the district attorney's office and the union of it, is, is they're, they're saying the problem is that this directive is going to call for things, people being dismissed and withdrawing some of these special circumstances allegations, which include, they believe, dismissing gang enhancement. Issues because you can enhance it because if you're if there's gang issues, mm-hmm. firearm allegation enhancements, and uh, and uh, which add more time, and they're saying this this could be a real issue, and some people may be dismissed, some of these cases may be dismissed. That's what they're worried about.
4: And and, and one of the bigger things is when you come out as the DA and say, okay, we are not going to prosecute these things. Let's go back to uh, 2010 when the DA's office before the change in law said, we're not gonna prosecute three strikes for a felony that's not also a serious or violent felony. Well, drug trafficking is not a serious or violent felony. And so folks that were in drug trafficking, gangs and stuff all said, all right, let's do our business in LA County. Because if we get caught there, even though I got strikes, I'm not looking at 25 to life. If we go up the road to a different county, Kern County, Placer County, Sacramento County, mm-hmm. I'm looking at 25 to life for the same activity. So the policy actually invited more criminal activity to occur in the jurisdiction because you publicized it. Why
1: would you do that? I know. I don't understand that. I, but And I also don't see that there's a budgetary concern about this either. So it just feels like it's a disconnected kind of a policy without a real good Backing.
2: Do you think the police begin to wonder, I thought we were on the same side. We go out and bust these guys. We take the criminals off the street. We come in and you go, yeah, no, I don't think so. do you think they wonder that? The, well, it could. The,
4: on, the only thing from a budgetary standpoint is this. I know that in prosecuting the three strikes cases, when you're seeking 25 to life in the higher sentences, defendants were less prone to plead. It's like, look, if you're going to throw the book at me, then just do a trial. And, and if a lot of people take that approach. Now you're having to put in more work, whereas some defendants would say, oh, yeah, if it's only five years or six years, go ahead and I'll take the deal and I'll go to prison. But not on a 25 to life indeterminate term, I may never get out. Right. Yeah. And so so they would just take the, look, I'm entitled to a trial, so but do But it one. could
1: result in more pleas if you say, look, um, if we go to trial, we're going to you know enhance it. But if we don't, here's your lesser plea. Take it or leave it. It,
4: it could, accept that there is a prohibition on plea bargaining to a certain extent. Extent And the, the shall allege, in some jurisdictions it can be read that uh, that even prohibits a DA from dismissing a strike to negotiate.
3: Well, blowing through this stuff, the the Flint, Michigan, in 2014, remember Flint, Flint, Michigan was trying to save money, and they changed their water supply to the Flint River from Lake Huron to cut costs, and guess what? There's lead in the pipes, contaminating drinking water, causing an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease, by the way, which is another long discussion, and I'm telling you, they just recently, on Thursday, gave preliminary approval, this is the courts, of $641 million partial settlement of lawsuits filed by the victims. So uh, there you go. This, they've been fighting this back and forth and back and forth. First going to come up
2: with that kind of money. That's uh, the
3: thing. I, I don't know but I'm telling you they bring bringing. And then they brought some uh, the former governor. Was it the former governor or mayor? Yeah, former uh, governor. governor yeah. They're trying to say uh, they're going to tra- charge him. They charged him last week with two counts of Willful neglect, you know, uh, during this crisis. But
1: and and, and Flint is notoriously um, a very heavy um, populated African American community.
3: About fifty percent. Yes. About fifty percent. So anyway, uh, they're trying to cut the corners and and uh, you know, make a little bit of cha- extra change, and it, and it did not help the citizens. So oh, well that that music is what? What's now that music? Now it's time for quick takes. Todd, you want to go first? Sure. All right,
4: please. Just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean you will win arguments with your spouse. As a lawyer. Opposing counsel, judge, and jury are always different people. But in your marriage, your spouse is all three. Opposing counsel, judge, jury, and most often the executioner.
2: (laughs) Denise, what say you?
1: I I say that my prediction is that the remote proceedings are here to stay longer than we think. Um, I think it's going to be here for about two more years.
2: Alright, Fred, what do you what do you have to We're say? We're talking about attorney
3: John, uh, Tom Girardi, where he needs to when you get older to retire. Well, sometimes you need intervention to retire. My kids are lawyers. They may be doing intervention soon to make me retire. But remember this, boys. I'm smarter than all four of you combined. We'll be back next week, 9 to 5 Pacific Time, live. I'm Fred Penny, your host with Denise and Todd and our producer Cal Hunter.